Welcome to Tiki Central Canada. Ever wonder what's in that cool, refreshing drink that you just have to have on that hot summer's day? Mmm, me too. Picture a man going on a journey beyond sight and sound. He has left society. He has entered Tiki Central with palm trees, beach sand, blue skies, and God, get me a drink now. Here are your hosts, Craig and Cam, and their wacky views in drinks, life, and maybe information. Hey folks, and hey, how we doing? This is Tiki Central Canada, and guess what? It's Craig here. I am your bartender, mixologist, and information for the hour. And also, too, we have Paula, my co-host. How we doing? Hello. Hey, she's old chipper. Well, I she's been missed ch- you guys. Aww. Well, you've been traveling. Where did you go, by the way? Everywhere. Oh, my God. I went to Prague. Trip number one, by the way. Yeah, yes. Prague and Vienna. Okay. And then trip number two, is it was San Diego. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. And, okay, so let's just throw this out there because you showed me just today. You actually, because now all these journeys that you're doing and these trips you're doing, you actually have a YouTube channel. Yes. Justin and Explain. I created a, a YouTube channel. Because both of us are very picky eaters. Right. And, and it's some easy. people are, right? Because yes. they have allergies and things like that. Yeah. Very true. Unfortunately, we are not picky just because we have allergies. It's because we're very picky. You're just picky. Yeah. <laughs> we're just picky people. So right. that's funny. But we're still picky. So it's good because then he understands my picky. I understand his. Right. You're not getting impatient, right? Yeah, we yeah, can yeah. be patient. He yeah. actually broke up a relationship because of that. No way. Believe me. So. Wow. So, um, so yeah, so we decided to create this channel because we figure that we're not the only ones that travel. And, and not the only ones that are picky. Exactly, and not the only ones that are picky. So we decided to show you guys what you can eat in different places of the world. And not only that, but also show you some good, beautiful places in each place that we go. Yeah. So the, the landmarks, sites the, the, the sightseeing, exactly. Yeah. So it's it's... You know, everywhere we go, we have a little video for you guys. Yeah, and like, just to let you guys know, the videos are amazing. I mean, the crystal clear HD quality, amazing. He did a good job. Yeah, he puts sure. a lot of effort. Yeah, he puts into a lot of effort the, into it. Stuff. And there's a lot of information there. And I was like, I was actually glad I also too when I watched the video that you mentioned, like Tiki Central Canada folks. Yeah, that's. The, <laughs> I was in San Diego and I decided to try a tiki drink that didn't compare to yours. Just uh, saying, I had a. A jungle. Well, Justin ordered the Jungle Bird. Yes. And I ordered something, something coconut. I don't. I have no idea what and it was. Sour, apparently. It was awful. Your face is hilarious. And it was very true because that's exactly the face I had to do when I tried it. Because, uh, but even his his Jungle Bird. When you made it, I yeah. remember liking it. Yeah. And the one that we had there was extremely sour. The Jungle Bird. Oh, you didn't. Yeah. No, I didn't. Too like much it Campari, either. probably. Yours was way better. And oh, it, I'm not just saying thanks. because you're here. I told him that too. Right then and there, I'm like, oh my God, Craig's is way better. Well, now I have to make one for Justin now. Yes, he will definitely want to try it. He there will. We go, I know sure. that. Yeah. I mean, actually, Justin will be on the show very soon. We're going to bring him in very soon. So Talking about his favorite subject. There we go. Tiki. Cool. So yeah, so we actually just had Cinco de Mayo go by on May 5th. Uh, that's why we're doing the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had apparently too many margaritas. So anyways. Me too. <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> Cinco de Mayo. Cinco means five. Mayo is May. Correct. Exactly. May okay. 5th. Yeah. yeah. So one of the things I actually want to first announce is, of course, Paul Robinson is our contest winner, by the way, for April. He did a good job and uh, got himself in there. 
And uh, we want to thank everyone who obviously who uh, applied to the contest. It just, if you do it every single month, it just, I don't know about you, Paul, but it just seems like it just doesn't really carry the same kind of weight. Agreed. Then if it's like only once, if you maybe three or four months, then it's a little more exciting, you know, so... We want to give everyone a little bit of break besides everyone during the summer obviously wants to spend more time outside. So why sit there on a computer and your laptop inside when you can be outside, right? Yes. Exactly. Although nowadays with the cell phone. That's true. And well, I bring my laptop actually out to the bar. So Me too. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Anyhow, but still, we're taking a break from the contest. That's what matters. Exactly. Yes. Okay, so what drink are we going to talk about today to celebrate Cinco, Cinco de, Mayo? de Mayo? We're going to talk about margaritas. Oh, so that's why you made me a margarita. That's today. why I made you, a, yeah, I made you actually a sparkling margarita. We'll go through the recipe on that one, yes. And that's why I'm a bit tipsy. <laughs> Justin, I apologize in advance. I'm not trying to make her a lush. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just too easy. It's educational. That's oh. a- <laughs> I I don't work well with drinks. It's unfortunate. Anyways, it's very tasty. There you go. If anything, you're a cheap date. I am a cheap date. There you go. Yes. But yes, this is this is a very tasty margarita. So guys, you really want to try this and write down the recipe because it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So um, I'm anxious to know about it. Tell me all about it. There we go. Okay. How did it start? So how to start? So the margaritas, if you go down, is actually so. This is actually like any tiki drink we've talked about in the past. That there's so many different origins or stories to who started the craze. Really? And it's so it's freaking that, famous. Like, yeah, it's, it's not so defined of like, okay, on this date, this guy made it. No, it's it's not like that anymore. Like, especially back in the, the 1800s and the early 1900s, records were not as accurate as they are now. There's so quite a few stories to who actually started this process. I actually so, want to know who started the frozen margarita because uh, that's my favorite. There you go. So let's go through a couple of them. So there's one that that claims that the margarita actually started in Juarez, (laughs) Chihuahua. I know that word. uh, At Tom's Place Bar. And this is on July 4th, 1942 by Francisco Pancho. That's his, I guess, his nickname. Morales. Yeah. So Morales actually left bartending and left Mexico to become a U.S. citizen. And get this. You know what job he wanted to do instead of being a bartender? What? A milkman. Oh, wow. He did it for 25 <laughs> years. He probably watched a couple movies and was like, oh my God, that's fantastic. That's a major jump from one career to another career. I mean, holy God. He's still with liquids. you got to give him that. Yeah, but you guess he's just dropping off at your front door. Wow. Because they don't do it anymore, right? Milkman, they, there's no such yeah. thing as a milkman anymore, Now, right? do you think that he actually ex- aspired to be a milkman? Like his whole life he was in Mexico and so thinking, what? So wow. he's a bartender and he's like, oh, I want to be a milkman. I, I can't. I don't get that. <laughs> I think he just came to Mex- like from okay. Mexico like everybody else and just got whatever job he and could had find. had a dream. No. No, but also, too, the thing about it, I think what it is is that he got too tired of all the drunks and said, okay, I'm going to go the exact opposite. Yeah, that, that could I'm be. going to serve a liquid that's non-alcoholic to everybody <laughs> in the world. He could have sold water, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but there's no water, man. There's no, like, you know. True. There is now. I mean, but back then, there wasn't a water, man. There was yeah. a milk, man. Yes, but not a water, true. man. <laughs> hmm. uh, okay, so let's go to another theory. According to the cocktail historian, David Wondrich, uh, he's basically said that margarita is merely a popular Mexican-American drink that was very popular during the Prohibition and actually draw people to the uh, southern borders. Like when Prohibition was on, so I said places like Cuba and Jamaica. And Mexico. And Mexico, yeah, exactly, as well. Um, so basically the drink came more and more popular after during Prohibition. 
Now, some say that the drink was actually created in 1936 and is actually a spinoff of what's called the Daisy in Mexico. Margarita is actually Spanish for Daisy. Oh, hmm. I did not know that. It's ma- yeah, Margarita in Portuguese. So Margarita probably in right. Spanish. I can see that. Yeah. What's Margarita in, in, Portu- in Portuguese? What's it, does it have any significance or no? No. Well, Margarita is the flower Daisy in Brazil. Ah, okay. So um, I'm pretty sure that Margarita. Yeah. Margarita, which yeah. is the actual, the way drink. you, you exactly, say the drink, yeah. it is, it's, yes, it is Daisy in ah, Spanish. okay. Now, the Daisy drink in Mexico actually was made with brandy. So then oh. when we made the margarita, then they switched it over to, to a tequila. So another story that also, uh, it's out of my research, was Jose Corvo was also running a campaign for margaritas in 1945, and his slogan was, Margarita, it's more than just a girl's name. Hmm. According to Jose Corvo... The cocktail was invented in 1938 by a bartender in the honor of a Mexican showgirl, Rita De La Rosa. Ooh. Yeah, so it was named after showgirl. Look at Rita getting there like, you go. the most famous drink in the world. Arnold. Okay. Yeah. Now, Don Carlos, he's another guy that claimed that he made the margarita in 1941 at the Hassan's Catina in Alcantara. Ensenada. Ensenada. See, Spanish is my name. I, I, I just butcher it every time I even try to say it. I want to see when you go live down there for a couple months. I know. I'm How are be, you going to do? No, Norma's there with me. Oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Do she, not leave the house alone. Apparently, I'm going to have to take her everywhere I go. Norma's going to have to come with me. You're going to be offending people left I and know, right. I know. Wow. I know. I <laughs> know. Yeah, but you know what, though? I just tip heavy. Good. So that, <laughs> exactly. That's a good plan. So then basically, if I offend them in language... I figured that money speaks. There yeah. we go. It's okay. Like, so anyways, the bartender there, Don Carlos, was doing some experimenting with drinks, and he offered Rita one of his first recent concoctions, which was obviously the margarita corn to him. Now, the drink was made with equal parts of tequila and controy, uh, which is a Mexican orange liqueur. So it's kind, of like kind of like a cointreau. Is that naranja? Naranja. So naranja. It's the same. Con- so controy is naranja. Yeah. Oh, okay. In the United States. I'm glad that you get to pronounce that, and I didn't have to do that. <laughs> okay, anyway. Uh, and lime. So, um, yeah, so he basically would mix equal parts of tequila, controy, and lime. And he served it in a salt-rimmed glass over ice. Uh, so, yeah, so the drink was actually named after Margarita, because it was her first time trying it. Ooh. Cool. So, let's go through some other theories. So, in 1938, Carlos Danny. That's funny. It's like, so it's a Mexican with an English yeah. name, nickname. Yeah. Uh, Carlos, in quotations, Danny Herrera at his restaurant, Rancho La Gloria? Yeah, okay. Rancho La Gloria. Rancho La Gloria, halfway between Tijuana, see, I got that one right, and <laughs> Rosarito. <laughs> Rosarito? Baja, California, which is, uh, I guess, in Mexico. Yeah, yeah. Okay. There's, there's a Baja California yeah. is Lower California. Ah. So it's in, in Mexico. Okay. It's very close to San Diego, actually. It, it oh. continues down. So they wow. call it Lower California, which is Baja, Calif- uh, Baja California. Oh, okay. Did not know that. So yeah. yeah, I'm learning something new today, too. There we Ooh, go. Ooh, see, You're map, teaching me. You're about teaching map, me. I can teach you. About you drinks, go. you teach me. There we go. Equal trade. I, I, yeah. I deal with that. Cool. So actually, so it was created for a customer who was a former dancer, Marjorie King, who was actually allergic to many spirits, but not tequila. Huh. Okay, so those are just some of the stories and how the drink started. So if you see, as we talked about in the past, Paula, yes. is that there's a lot of, especially back in the 1800s and 1900s, beginning of the 1900s, there wasn't a lot of documentation 
to drinks when people were creating them. So it's hard to say who exactly did create That's this drink. That's very sad, though, because, like, oh. Well, remember, like, so remember the Jungle Bird? The guy that made the Jungle Bird didn't get recognized as the creator till almost a year ago. So. Yes. What is in this amazing drink that the world loves and knows by so Margarita? Well. That's right. A Margaritaville. Mr. Uh, Jimmy Buffett there, right? It's a summer drink. Come That's on. In right. Brazil, it it's a... a, a, a all year round, year round drink. Well, because you guys have summer year round. Basically, you don't have snow. No, not even close. <laughs> not even close. I think our lowest temperature in my city, at least, is like ten. I know, because actually, this apparently is the longest spring they said on record for the last fifty years for Ottawa. Wow, that's insane! Like we're we're trying so bad to get to the summer. I don't want to get on. to summer by any means. No, 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 no. no, no. Why? I don't want. I don't like summer. Oh. I like this weather. This is yeah, fine but okay. I have a pool. I have a tiki bar. Tell me that's not going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Okay. So okay. So let's go through some recipes here. Yes, please. So this is the one that's like kind of like the basic. This is a basic, straight up, normal tiki. Sorry, uh, margarita that's out there. We'll talk about some other fancier ones down the line here. Frozen too. Uh, frozen too. Yes. 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 That's that's the one I like. Okay. So we're going to start off with two ounces of white silver tequila. Um, I usually use either Patron silver or eighteen hundred silver. And again, if you're trying out this drink and you're trying the, the liquors that I'm suggesting to you, do try our smaller bottle. So then, if you lo- don't like it, then you're not wasting a lot of money, right? Good you don't want to, you know, yeah, you don't want to spend a fortune on an expensive tequila and then realize you don't like it. Yeah. So uh, then we're going to do one ounce of fresh lime juice. We're going to do a half ounce of orange liqueur. Now, that could be either Cointreau or Triple Sec or even Grand Marnier. So if your price range is a little lower, then go for a Triple Sec. Uh, a half ounce of simple syrup. Now, in this situation, we actually I like to use what's called a Gava syrup. Oh, my God. The woman down at the five-star restaurant, <laughs> I, go. I, I complained that the drink was a little too bitter for me. Yeah. And she brought me the agave syrup. There for me go. to mix in my drink myself. See, that that's a good bartender. I hated it. Right there. <laughs> Agave was even worse than the drink. No way. <laughs> it was too, what, made it too sweet? I, it, it's just a weird taste. I didn't like it. Oh, okay. No, so yeah. So, yeah. So, agave uh, syrup is different than just regular sugar syrup. Yeah. Just everyone knows that. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So, is that shaken? Is it stirred? What, what's, what's up with margaritas? Yeah. So, you actually, you can shake this or you could put it into a blender. Right, we and uh, so that means like your frozen drink there. There we go. Ooh. I know. So we could either, uh, yeah, we could shake this in a shaker and then strain it, or we could put it in a blender. Okay, so that's how you make it frozen with the blender, right? With ice. Yes. So the two different methods are exactly is frozen. Now frozen came later on down the line. The margarita when it first was created was not frozen. It was a it was shaken on the rocks yeah. or straight up. And then the, once blenders came into play, then I'll see then people started putting blenders in the, in the process. Okay, so is there like a difference between the two methods? Like, does one taste more like alcohol than the other? Yeah, so... Is the, there a reason why I like the frozen better? Yeah, so the frozen will actually be taste less potent and be more diluted. And also to be colder. So when you chill liqueurs, like liquors and spirits and stuff... They tend to lose a little bit of their potency. So that's why I like the yeah. frozen margarita. So if you think about a frozen margarita, it's more and more like a slushy, right? Like, yeah. you know, so example, if you took, say, I mean, no one ever does it. Like, say that, you know, the slushies at the 7-Eleven, if you took that syrup and just put it on the rocks and stirred it, it would taste way stronger, like yeah. sugary, than if you do it in frozen. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. yeah. So not in the blender means on the rocks then. 
Correct. Okay. That's right. Yes. And and why are there sometimes on the glass <laughs> it was sugar and sometimes it was salt? So what happens is that when it's salt, it's actually a lime flavor. So just basically straight up the, the, the recipe I just gave you. If it's got sugar on it, then they've actually mixed in, say, either strawberries or raspberries or something into it. So uh, a fruit of some kind. So oh. you can have a mango margarita. You can have a raspberry margarita. You can have a strawberry margarita. And so when you do those, that would be a sugar rim. Oh, that's on so those. then you don't use the salt. No. Okay. Exactly. Uh, but the salt is such, like, uh, come on, margarita has to have the salt for me. Well, actually, something. so what I do, because I'm one of those people, I don't want to have, to, I, I'm a little older, so salt kind of hits me a little harder. So what I do is actually you only do a half rim. Example, if you want the salt on your rim, you want to taste it, you just taste it from the side where the salt is. And if you don't want to taste the salt and you want to just taste the drink, you just roll the glass around to the non-rim side and you can drink it that way. I wonder a lot of how, bartenders are doing that now, actually. I wonder how they discovered like to put salt in the rim because I love that little salty rim. Do you know why? Why? Okay, so what happens when you take a tequila shot? What, what two things do you need to have a tequila shot? You need salt. I need to be awake. And lime. <laughs> Because if I did Sorry, that, I would just pass lemon, out. Right? So when you take a tequila shot, anytime you see it in a bar, they'll always give you a oh, uh, salt the shaker yeah. Uh. yeah, and a lemon. True. Right. Now, here's the funny thing. So what it's supposed to be, the way it is now, is that you put the salt on your hand, you lick the salt, you take the shot, and then you squeeze the lemon in your mouth. Yeah. Originally, when that drink was made, I actually researched this last year, it used to be the other way around. Huh. You would just suck the lemon, take the shot, and lick the salt. Yeah. And then somewhere along the line in North, North American culture, they reversed it. Good to know. Yeah, That's exactly. Important. Yes, yes. Okay. So, and is there like a specific glass for a margarita drink? So you do see the traditional margarita glass that everyone knows, that little kind of uh, cone-shaped process. You don't have to actually put it in a margarita glass, though. You can actually put it into a regular rocks glass. I've seen it in some places. Or even a Collins glass. So this is one of those ones where the glassware is really not important it's not going to change the taste of the drink and also to the presentation of the drink. So basically a margarita, you can almost put it in anything. Huh. I mean, you go to some bars down in the Caribbean, they actually put it in plastic glasses. So, so, so yeah, the glass in wearer. Brazil too, in Brazil too, they don't really care. But um, yeah. so there's no specific garnish either? No, well, if it's a, say if it's a regular one, you probably would put a lime on there. For the most part, just a lime wedge does the trick. Okay. There's no fancy garnish. And some places actually don't put any garnish at all. Okay, so, so... I guess the salt or the sugar rim is kind of like the garnish. Yeah, and it looks very pretty usually. Yeah, exactly, when you see it, yeah, how, exactly. How is it that you glue the salt there? So what do you do is when you, uh, if you don't have a rimmer, um, and that's a bar tool, basically. Yeah, what's a rimmer? So a rimmer is that thing you see that's like a black sphere thing you have on the bar that's, you see has a sponge in there, and you kind of push the glass upside down into it, and what it is is it's got liquid in there. Usually it's like sour mix or, or lime juice, and then they put it into a salt or... Or sugar, or if you're doing a, a Bloody Mary or a Bloody Caesar, you'll put it into like a, a, a seasoning, mm -hmm. like a soury salt seasoning. Okay. So that's what's called a rimmer. So if you don't have a rimmer, you can just simply do is just take, take a wedge of lime or lemon, put a little slice into it, like a, a, a slice into the middle of the lemon or lemon, and run it along the edge of the glass. Oh. And then put that into your salt or your sugar or your... Caesar mix. Okay, so you have to make sure that you're doing the salt before you put pour the drink in. Exactly. Okay. You do that before prior to making the drink. Exactly. That, that's yeah. important. See, yeah, yeah. I would have probably not known that part. Oh, mm. there you go. Okay, so um, now that you've explained everything, do you have another recipe you want to share? Yeah, so the one that we actually had and we're mm -hmm. having right now okay. is a two ounces of tequila. Again, that's, it could be a silver tequila, and that's the one I actually used. 
Uh, one ounce of Cointreau, you can substitute that for triple sec. One ounce of lime juice. Uh, I use freshly squeezed one, so it came up to about two limes. Four ounces of orange juice. So you can see now it's a little sweeter. Yes. A half ounce of simple syrup. And then shaking that, straining it into a glass of fresh ice. And then it's just a splash of soda on top that kind of softens it up. Oh, is, is it soda like Sprite? Uh, soda water, just basically carbonated water. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, which so, softens it up. Okay, like sparkling. Exactly, so okay. it doesn't have that potent taste to it. Yeah, exactly, yeah. It's a nice little refreshing drink in the summertime, and we're going to have to put that recipe on uh, the page as well. It's it's much sweeter. Right, it's not overpowering. So if you, yeah. if you are one of, like me or Norma, that likes to drink sweeter... This is a drink to this have. Is, this is the recipe for you. Exactly. And it's not too heavy, too. Like on a hot day, you don't want something that's going to bulk you down. Does this one have a different name than the normal? Yeah, so this is actually called the Sparkling Margarita. Oh, nice. Okay, how about a person that's like watching calories? Because that's important if you're going to put simple syrup in and all yeah. that stuff. Exactly, because we're in this day and age now, right? Where everyone's trying to get, you know, that yeah. like, nice bikini line going. Or uh, for us guys, you know, it's time to, you know... Our beach, what do you call it, the beach body? The beach bod. The beach bod, right? Well, well if you I don't, don't have I don't... a winter bod on, it's already good. Well, actually, I, see, I just do, I just carry the winter bod all year round. Good. Good for you. That's less stress. Less stress. <laughs> less stress on me. Less, you know, less pressure. You I'm sure I mean? Norma loves you the same way with your winter bod know, all year round. It's like just, me it's, and Justin. Uh... I actually want him to have that little pouch there. Oh. It's gorgeous. I love it. It's, yeah, I know, but when you're, like, I grew up. With a 26-inch waist all the way up to like 29, 30. You're the only one in the world, you know that? No one in this world no, what happens at 30 been, changes uh, the body. No yeah, one. Just you, Craig. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. Don't worry. It's all everyone. <sighs> everyone. <laughs> everyone in the world. All right. <laughs> Even so, me and I'm skinny. So let's go through a, a more less calories. Ooh, it's like a skinny margarita. So a skinny margarita, yeah. Cool. So let's go through a skinny margarita. So this one is one ounce of orange juice, and it's calculated out to be a 13 calories, just that part. Okay. So I'm going to give you the calories for everything we're going to give you here. Ooh, nice. So one ounce of orange juice at 13 calories, a half ounce of lime juice, which is one calorie. That's amazing. I can't believe that. Yeah. One and a half ounces of tequila, which is only 95 calories. Good. So in other words, if you want to just lose weight, just keep drinking. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. <laughs> pure spirits. That's it. Uh, two to three ounces of light lemonade. So this is kind of interesting. Lemonade is being added to the mix, which is only five calories. Okay. Uh, salt on the rim, obviously, and then lime is garnish. Nice. So if you calculate all that out, I think it's about 120 around there somewhere. Huh. Calories for this lovely little drink. That's really cool. It's not too bad. It's no, not too bad. No, that, it's not too bad doable. at all. I think it's even less than, than 120. It's yeah, I have cool. to do the math. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 95 with 13. That's uh, oh, 114. Yeah. 114. Nice. There we go. So for oh. all those people out there that want to drink but don't want to lose any, you want to gain any weight, and you want to keep that firm figure. This is a drink. If for you. If you're a model, for example, this is a good drink for you to drink. Yes. Like celebrity model. Exactly. Oh, so let's do a celebrity drink. Huh? Let's do a celebrity margarita. Wait, so there is a model that that likes yes. margaritas. A very famous model actually has her own recipe. Really? It's called the Cindy. Ew, after no. Cindy Crawford? Oh, there you go. Oh, <gasps> you guessed it right. Oh, my ding, God. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, so Cindy Crawford actually has her own margarita. I Some love her. bartender, obviously, through time. Um, maybe, you know, Cindy's like one of the regulars at a bar somewhere. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Cindy, it's time to go home. Seriously, I'm putting the chairs up, okay? I know, I know you're famous. Yes, yes, we all love you, but you have to go home now, okay? Mm. Uh, anyways. I could see that so happening, you know what I mean? Really? I just wanted to stick around. No. <laughs> uh, 
anyway, so what you can do is you're going to pop uh, three or four slices of ripe strawberries and two or three small leaves of basil into a shaker. You're going to add in two ounces of silver tequila, one ounce of lime juice, and a half ounce of simple syrup, and you're going to muddle that all together. Muddle? Muddle, yes. So that's when you take that sort of baseball-looking kind of thing you see at the bar. And we're actually going to put these recipes, of course, on the page like we always do. Um, so what it is is that you're going to push down on the, the mint and the strawberries and twist. Okay. Now, when people muddle, we talked about this before in the show, they butcher it most of the time. They start pushing down and pounding instead of turning and twisting. When you turn and twist, you're releasing all the stuff out of the basil and the strawberries. But as soon as you start pounding, you're breaking the leaves and you actually it makes it more bitter. Ooh. So it means it's going yeah, to be more tart. So you don't want to do that. No, we don't. Now, so what you can do with that is you're going to add some ice. You're going to shake that. Nice. Da, 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 da. And then strain and serve into a Collins glass um, over our large ice cube. So basically what you're going to do is you're going to strain that, put that into a Collins glass, and take one really large ice cube. I usually do a two-by-two two ice cube when I do something like this. Cool. And then garnish it with a basil leaf. Aww. One of your favorite things, basil. That's cute. And then it says here, then sip and take a picture for your Vogue cover. Click, click. There you go. Yes. <laughs> Nowadays, it's more like Instagram type thing. It's, it's a good Insta drink. Oh, Insta drink. That's true. There we go. Yeah. Yes, yes. Did you know? I did not. All right. So we're going to do some facts about Cinco de Mayo, since this is one of the things we're talking about on the show with margaritas and stuff. And Cinco de Mayo actually just passed by on May 5th. That's actually when it is. So Cinco de Mayo actually sometimes gets mistaken for the Mexican Independence Day. Which is not. It's not. It's actually, in Mexican Independence Day is the most important national holiday in Mexico. And it's actually celebrated on September 16th. Yes, and Brazilian is September 7th. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. I have to remember that when we come up to, in September, we have to go make some sort of theme shows for those times. There we go. Yes. Okay, so the date actually, what it is, is when the Mexican army had victory over the French Empire in the Battle of Puebla on May 5th, 1862. And under the leadership of General Ignacio Zaragoza. Zaragoza, yes. So good. And by the way, congratulations on the beautiful pronunciation of Puebla. That was fantastic. Oh, thank you. Okay. Beautiful. So <laughs> you sounded like a Mexican. Oh. oh. <laughs> okay. Don't, so don't tell Norma that. Okay. No. Anyway, <laughs> how did the battle start? So at the time, the country actually was in financial ruins after years of internal conflict, and the new president was actually forced to default on debit payments that it owed to the European governments. So in other words, what it is is like, yeah, you know, we're going to cash in those IOUs now, okay? Yeah. So in response, France, Britain, and Spain actually sent over naval forces to Mexico and demanded repayment. So get this, though. Britain and Spain negotiated with Mexico and withdrew the forces. Like, you know what? Okay, you paid your IOU. We're good to go. France, guess what? They're like, well, actually, Napoleon III was actually the guy that was actually ruling for France. And he decided, like, well, this is an opp- actually opportunity to grab some land in Mexico, in the territory, Mexican territory. So late in 1861, the well-armed French fleet stormed the coastal line of Mexico, landed a large force of troops, and driven the president and his government into retreat. Oh, no. Yeah. Napoleon. <laughs> I know, eh? God, Napoleon. That's a good, you know, actually, it's funny, but I don't know how Napoleon became also a, a dessert. <laughs> Wait, Ice cream? Napoleon? Napoletano. Oh, here it's called Napoleon? I think so. We call it Napoletano I, I in Brazil. Know. 
That's funny because it's because of Napoli, the city. That's it. That's probably what it is. Yeah. Oh, okay. So now in 1862, at the battle we're talking about here, the battle actually, you know, so you know when we talk about battle, you always think, you know, like weeks, months, years. I never even think weeks because it's usually months, years. Yeah, exactly. This battle actually lasted from daybreak, some morning, to early evening. Oh, my God. 12 hours. Like, is That's this for it. real? That's it. 12 hours. Huh. And this is celebrated every year on May 5th. Oh, that's probably why, because it was go. like the shortest battle ever. Shortest battle ever. But how come it was that short? <laughs> I, you know what? I play Risk. It takes longer than 12 exactly, hours. Exactly. Me too. Me too, <laughs> for like, sure. You know what I mean? I believe you. <laughs> it's like, so what ended up happening was that the French finally uh, retreated because they had lost over 500 soldiers. And in my research, the second line in the battle for the French actually ran out of ammo. Oh. So you, you, you sail all the way around the world to take over a country and you think eh we got enough ammo we're good no and then you run out of ammo that's all that's in one great. day this is the way a battle for one day and they already lost ran out of ammo wow oh my god that's uh, kind of stupid so actually no, so fewer than 100 Mexicans were actually killed in the battle oh my god so, so then also of course the French are like retreat retreat yeah for sure yeah <laughs> now this is a cool fact actually in my research is that now in USA Seco de Mayo is so popular that in fact, the beer sales on that one day is the same sales of the beer on Super Bowl. I can see why. Isn't that insane? It is insane. That's it's probably insane. like St. Patrick's Day here. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. I and actually, when that. I was down in the States, I lived in the States for 10 years. And, and I remember when I came near Cinco de Mayo, and actually being a Canadian, we, it's not a significant holiday here. So what, my first couple of years there, it was like, oh, Cinco de Mayo is coming up, Craig. I'm like, okay, what's the big deal? So then, no, the big deal is that every bar you go to has like a Santana band or some sort of Mexican band playing. And they usually will have beer gardens. They'll mm. actually take over, if they have a uh, parking lot, the whole parking lot will be roped right off. Yeah. And it'd be like just people drinking beer everywhere as far as the eye can see. It's insane. Huh. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Anyway, so that is the show. There's some cool facts about Cinco de Mayo. And hey, we're going to have, so we're going to put on uh, the website all the recipes that we have for all the margaritas we did. So which one of you, all the ones we did, which one's your favorite margarita? The skinny one? I think, no. Or no the sparkling way. one? I think the second one, the but if we one. make it frozen, yeah. Right, right. Just Well, we could try it. We yeah. could try it and see what happens in a blender. It might lose some of its, uh, you know lust i don't i don't so want we'll the see. lust <laughs> it's like, <laughs> i want the sweetness i want the sweetness you're just like norma i know you're both yeah. like coconut rum coconut rum coconut rum we are girls leave <laughs> us alone like, no no hey you're my best customers what are you talking about yes. <laughs> and if you think about it actually i've done this the stats on our on our show the the bulk of our listeners actually are female so yeah, I there you go that. i love them <laughs> I miss Mark. When's he coming back? He's coming on the next show. Yes. Yes, because remember we talked about uh, the Tiki Bar, and we only went through a little bit of the details of, of the how Tiki to Bar. Build it? How to build it. Yes. So now, I need to continue. we're in the season, we're going to add on some more stuff. Yeah. For sure. Cool. So listen, this is uh, the end of the show. I know she's like, oh man, really? It's over? No. No. And uh, so let's just tell people who we are. So we are www.tikicentralcanada.ca. Did I do enough W's in there? I think, no, I, I think, no, you didn't. I know, I thought that. www.tikicentralcanada.ca And uh, so if you, when you go on our website, you'll see uh, see on the main page, you'll see pictures of me, you'll see pictures of Hala, 
So also on their 200 page, you'll see uh, there's a subtitle there for recipes, all the recipes that we do, including the ones we did today. There's also a, a link there for uh, episodes. So all the episodes, if you want to stream them, uh, just like me, I stream mine in the car. I listen to my podcast in the car. Me too. Not my personal podcast. It's kind of saying, you know, but other podcasts I listen to. I listen to my <laughs> personal podcast as well. Yeah, but you can understand. I have to I have to listen to our show about 40 times before it True. actually gets published. True. So by then, I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> And I know every word by word. I could, literally could tell you the script. That's cool. <laughs> so, and, well, yeah, time consuming though. Yeah. Uh, anyways, oh yeah. Also under two, please, please do go to our subscribe page and link. Click on any of the links that we have there. So there's like YouTube, there's Google Play, Spotify, even on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We have our pages where you can subscribe. And what it's going to do is every time we have a new episode, it's going to give you guys a, like a, a notification. Also, too, we also will have uh, things like contests coming up. We're going to have a new newsletter coming out in the next month. Nice. So, yeah, so check it out. There's going to be some really cool recipes on there. Um, all the stuff we're going to do with Mark on the Tiki Bar will be on that news newsletter. Fabulous. Yes. And we'll put a link on there for Paula's traveling show. Thank you very much. Of course. Hey, you know, you were by, by scratch my much back. I scratch your back. Exactly. Yeah. So anyways, uh, yes, folks, so check it all out. And I think we're going to go off and make some drinks and check it out the new Tiki Bar that's been unwrapped. Are you excited about it? Yeah. I am yeah, I very. It's, it's going to be so cool. Woo. All right, folks. So we're going to talk to you next time. We'll see you. Bye. Later. Well, I don't know about you, but I got informed. Guys. Hey, guys. Where's my drink? <laughs>